JK, JK, yes, you can feel love, but I will venture to say that love's a choice. There are three types of love. Philos. Arrow. And agape. This is how the world defines love. On a Google search, the Oxford language definition is this. Noun. An intense feeling of deep affection. A feeling of deep romantic or sexual attachment to someone. Affectionate greetings conveyed to someone on one's behalf. A formula for ending an affectionate letter. A personified figure of love, often represented as Cupid. A great interest and pleasure in something. A person or a thing that one loves used to express affectionate approval for someone. Or, in tennis, squash, and some other sports, a score of zero. No. A verb used in verb form. Feel deep affection for someone. Feel a deep romantic or sexual attachment to someone, to like or enjoy very much. Merriam-Webster says this. Noun, definition of love. Strong affection for another arising out of kinship or personal ties. Attraction based on sexual desire. Affection and tenderness felt by lovers. Affection based on admiration, benevolence, or common interests. An assurance of affection. Warm attachment, enthusiasm, or devotion. The object of attachment, devotion, or admiration. A beloved person. Unselfish, loyal, and benevolent concern for the good of another. The fatherly concern of God for humankind. Brotherly concern for others. That's philos. A person's adoration of God. A God, little g, such as Cupid or Eros, or personification of love. An amorous episode. The sexual embrace. Once again, a score of zero in tennis. Inspired by affection. Now, 1 Corinthians 13, 
tells us the biblical definition of love. Let's read it together. This is my ESV. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoings, but rejoices with truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. For now we see in mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. So now faith, hope, and love abide, these three. But the greatest of these is love. The biblical definition doesn't sound anything like the dictionary definitions that I read you. Here's the problem. We are over-emotionalizing everything anymore. We want to go off of our feelings, but the heart is deceitful above all else. Who can trust it? Nobody can trust it. I can't tell you how many times my feelings have lied. Unfortunately, the only definition we're using for love anymore is a feeling. We want to be affirmed. We want to feel love. The biblical definition is how to give love. Do you see the contrast in the worldly definition and the biblical definition? I know it's no fun to hear this stuff, trust me. I don't like being corrected either. <laughs> I'm actually kind of bad at being corrected sometimes, but it's always for my own good. Love doesn't lie. And the definition of love nowadays, it sets us up to lie to each other. I'm really confused on that, why we're calling a lie love. Here's the thing. We have to stop camping on feelings. This side of heaven, we're not going to always feel loved. But that's because we're in a world full of sinful, broken, sinful, selfish humans. I am selfish too. I'm not excusing myself. What I'm saying is, we need to refocus 
we need to stop chasing the feeling of love. We aren't going to always have that here. That's a fairy tale. If I'm on a hike and I'm taking the lead and I'm like, follow me, let's go this way. And my hiking partner sees that I'm about to walk off a cliff. The loving thing to do would be to stop me from walking over that cliff. I personally would rather have somebody tell me, hey, you're walking off a cliff. Unfortunately, nowadays, the mentality is, well, I don't want to hurt her feelings and tell her that she's doing it wrong. So instead of stopping her from going over that cliff, hey, maybe she wants to walk over that cliff. Yeah, maybe I did want to walk over that cliff. But I'm so glad when my husband tells me, hey, stop, you're about to walk off a cliff. That's love. He's pointing out truth to me instead of letting me do what I want. Sometimes doing what we want isn't helpful. It's all for love. I love hot chocolate. That's my Achilles heel. I can drink as much hot chocolate as I want to. I have that right. In fact, hot chocolate comes in really big containers. I can drink a gallon a day if I want to because I love hot chocolate. Unfortunately, that much hot chocolate is really not good for me. In the NIV, 1 Corinthians 6, 12 and 13 say this, I have the right to do anything, you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but I will not be mastered by anything. You say, food for the stomach and the stomach for food, and God will destroy them both. I'll make my own and flip over a couple of pages to chapter 10, verses 23 and 24. Those verses say this. I have the right to do anything, you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but not everything is constructive. No one should seek their own good, but the good of others. Yes, it's permissible for me to do things. But the loving thing to do when somebody is overdoing the hot chocolate is to say, Hey, Grace. Do you realize how much hot chocolate you're consuming? You're drinking like a gallon of hot chocolate a day. Is that really good for you? Now, is that unloving of me to say that? No. In fact, it's the opposite. It shows that I care what happens to whoever is consuming a gallon of hot chocolate a day. I don't know about you, but I could go for some hot chocolate right now. <laughs> All right, on your way to get that hot chocolate, we hit the subscribe button. Blessings, fam. We were made to show the love of Christ. We know this is why we're here. This is why he gave us life. So let his love shine through in everything we do. 
it's all for love.